WWE lovers to the week five of the uh, regular season for our Bill Belichick's World Podcast Review. Um, I'm your host, Johnny Frash, and tonight we are in the doghouse and we're here with uh, Gilo. Hello. With uh, Griff. Hi. Uh, Fourth and Inches is on a charity day uh, somewhere in Dudley. Um, not, not according to the script. According to the script, according to the script, he's got inflamed anal warts. Just saying. But uh, in real life, he's got inflamed anal warts in Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, hello to Fourth and Inches. That would be a terrible film. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so um, yeah, let's 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 discuss week five of the uh, of the NFL season. So as we do every week, let's start with the kickoff. So. Uh, Michael, do you want to kick us off? I will. <clears throat> okay. For the Browns to stand a chance of notching a win, they need to turn permanently to Kevin Hogan as their starter from here until the end of the season, as he looks the more assured quarterback between himself and Deshaun Kaiser. Kaiser? Kaiser. Uh, it looks like a painful decision to make, and Hugh Jackson, I've read today, apparently isn't ready to make that choice, but does that sum up Hugh Jackson and the problem they're having, as opposed to say that they're not confident in Kevin Hogan? Do you want to tell this one, Griff? Gillo? It's going well. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to totally agree, if I'm honest with you. I think Kaiser showed a couple of weeks ago that he's a little bit fragile still. Um, obviously, new into the NFL, um, suffers from headaches. And, <laughs> you know. You're it, never going to let that one go, are you? No, no why would no. you? No. He, he ran no. off crying with a mind. He's paid millions of dollars already, yeah, being a first round pick. He'll be paid millions of dollars already. Um, I can't remember what the figure is, but you know, it gets set by your draft position. So he's paid a lot of money, and we all have to do high pressure jobs to get paid a lot of money. And he went off with a headache. So yeah, I'm going to keep going on about it. But at the end of the day, he's just not quite shown that he's ready. And we're only you know only quarter into the season, so actually. They need to give him time to go away and train and, and understand the different systems. If you look at Jared Goff, they could have done the same thing last year at the Rams and stuck him straight in, and they didn't. And then this year they're reaping the rewards. They've probably damaged Kaiser more in the first few weeks of this season by making him play than they, they could have done by just leaving him out for six, seven weeks, eight weeks, like we talked about with Trubisky, who we'll come on to later, and they wouldn't be making this decision now, and they wouldn't be risking damaging the confidence to their, you know, their very important draft. So I think it was a bad initial decision, but now it's a decision that has to be made, and they have to put Hogan in. I agree, and in, in to some extent, I think um, I don't see the, the issue with throwing him in because I mean, some players look at Deshaun Watson. I mean, he didn't start the first game, but he came in. What week two, and has looked half time in week one. I mean, but you know, his first start was week week two. But for what team? The Texans. So not the Browns. Not the Browns. But you know, it's. it's I mean, yeah, he's he's come in and he's flourished in what was you know, it's not a great team, the Texans, but he's you know, so you know, you, you've got to see maybe if he'll sink or swim. But Kaiser is sinking, and yeah, at this point, bring in the more experienced Hogan, let him uh, take the lead now, and uh, sort of feed back Kaiser. Maybe at the end of the season, or maybe start next season, and uh, you know, let you know, take the pressure off him. Okay, the 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 stat that matters if you want to pick a stat is the uh, quarterback <laughs> quarterback rating. So Deshaun Kaiser's quarterback rating a quarter of the way into the season is forty nine point five. Uh, for comparison, Kevin Hogan's quarterback rating on his career, so that was, what, half a dozen appearances last year and a couple this year, 104.8, so more than double. And the third stringer there is Cody Kessler, uh, and his rating from his, I think, seven starts last year was 92.3. So both Hogan and Kessler are actually sitting ahead in terms of development of Kaiser, who they've thrown everything behind because he was the high draft pick. But I'm with Gary on this. It's the Jared Goff thing all over again. You've got to, you've got to let him bail out and learn now because he could be great, but he hasn't done a Deshaun Watson. He's done a Deshaun Kaiser, and he's going the other way. And they need to win. The point is, they are now what thirty and two in their last thirty-two games, something like that. It's, it's, it's 
piss poor and Hugh Jackson's job's on the line they've got nothing else going for them because they're not notching up ground yards uh, the receivers only seem capable of dropping the ball anyway so you need the best quarterback you've got and at the moment the best quarterback you've got is Kevin Hogan yeah and you know you can talk about the Browns building for the future but you know just destroying the bloke's confidence by week after week saying he's the new hope and actually he's just getting battered every week he's just getting picked off every week he's playing in a poor offense every week and you can say the Texans aren't a great team and I know they've got some players just being injured now but you know they have got DeAndre Hopkins as a wide receiver and despite the fact he's just got injured you know, they have got other leaders in the team, such as JJ Watt. So, you know, you're talking about a very different situation where there are established NFL players that are seen as the best players or some of the best players in their position that are running that locker room. The Browns are just a joke. So, expecting a rookie to come in and take control of that franchise is a completely different thing. No, I mean, I, I, I see that point. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I quite like the fact they they took the risk, and because you're never going to know. But yeah, I don't think I think uh, the right decision now is to say we've put him in. He, it's not looking great. Let's take the take him out, put in Hogan, who seems the more sensible option. Well, I, I think the other evidence for this necessary change is that Kaiser was eight for seventeen, eighty-seven yards, and an interception against the Jets. Kevin Hogan came in and on two more attempts with the ball, so 16 of 19, he threw for 107 more yards. So it can't be the receivers letting Kaiser down all the time because they're, they're capable of catching the ball when it's thrown by someone else. So I, evidence speaks for itself. If Hogan's not starting next week, the Browns are in serious trouble still. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, we'll, 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 we'll. I'm, I'm saying that kickoff was uh, planted right in the end zone and uh, it's a touchback. Yeah, the, the, yeah, we've uh, we've not returned that one. <laughs> um, so let's look into the games from uh, week five. So let's start uh, where where we normally start. So uh, we Thursday night we had the Pats and the Bucks. Um, Michael, do you would you agree that the Pats may feel a little bit lucky to come out with a win with this one? Let's let's start with the positive. We did win. We are three and two. Now let's get fucking serious because <laughs> it was fucking appalling again. Jim, if you're listening, that was seven minutes and forty eight seconds. <laughs> Honestly, what an absolutely appalling performance, and not just from the defence. Brady was hit six times. Have they failed to notice that he's forty and needs keeping upright or? A, Somebody else put it, he needs to be maintaining an erection at all times. You can't have him getting knocked down. He's not at practice today, maybe because they're concerned that he's picked up a few knocks. We can't have that. On the defensive side, we we let Winston put 334 yards on us, uh, which is not good because he didn't play well. And the only reason we came out of this with a result is because Nick Falk is falking useless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> frankly he was absolutely abysmal now missed him one from what 52 yards i think the first one 51 yards that's fair enough i think you're allowed to miss them missing one from 49 yeah well they go through like 70 percent of the time he missed from 31 yards and the previous week he missed two field goals as well it wasn't even close as well oh no it wasn't close he shanked it so he's gone now we believe he's been replaced by uh, pat murray uh, who will be the sixth different kicker since 2013 for the Bucks? Six different kickers since 2013. Fair, they have had three this. Oh, well, I guess uh, quite well, never he's been. Yeah. He'll have been there twice now. He was there in 2014 and he went 20 of 24. But uh, that's that's fucking bad. That's Is it that hard a position to fill? Well, he, Johnny Wilkinson doesn't do that much TV, does he? No, just roll him out every yeah, now and again. It, it's a confidence position, isn't it? As soon as the confidence goes, they're done. It, look what happened with Blair Walsh. He went from being the best kicker to the worst kicker all in one season, and they binned him off. So I, I can understand it can be difficult, but it seems to be most difficult for them. They are the worst team on <coughs> field goal conversions in the last three years, I think. Yeah. And it's letting them down, because that's two games this season that they could have had wins in that have been let down by the kicking. I saw on someone uh, on Twitter, I don't know how reliable this was, they were 
um, they were considering bringing back an injured Cairo Santos rather than having Nick Falk. I mean, as, they, as it happens, yeah. they've got rid of Nick Falk, but yeah. Cairo having, Santos was offered a, a chance to try out, but he wasn't fit enough. But he is a better kicker than Nick Falk. So, yeah, when he's fit. When, when he's fit. <laughs> uh, but you're probably a better than Nick, kicker than Nick Falk when you're fit, which is rare. But Well, if the books are listening, I am available. Um, <laughs> Cairo Santos was a good kicker. He was, of course. Yeah. He's Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is. He's just injured. Yeah. So I mean, he was, he was a good kicker. So that's not a problem. Um, right. So Brady put up 300 yards for the fourth game out of five this season, and he's still playing very well. But it was his first game with two turnovers since 2015. He only threw two interceptions <laughs> all of last year. What's he on this season? Four already. Yeah. He's under so much pressure, and the the opposing side of that is that our defensive line is like five wet sponges trying to trying to get pressure on the opposing quarterback they're doing nothing they can't complete tackles they can't break through the gaps if we can't put players under pressure we're going to be at best nine and seven which is the way the division's going not going to be good enough we can't hang on that's two games this year that we've won by virtue of the other team not being able to do their job so we beat the Texans because they couldn't keep Brandon Cooks out of the end zone right at the end of the game and we beat the Bucks because the Bucks beat themselves yeah, well, apparently Brady um, didn't train because he's got an AC joint sprain in his left shoulder. So, which apparently is the injury he was playing through through the um, playoff run last year. Yes. So, which won't have been helped by the fact he keeps landing on it every time they plow into it. Yeah. So, yeah. so your O line is really going to start causing a problem. He, he isn't going to recover as well as he. No, of course not. Has done in the past. And that's why so. they kept hold of Jimmy G and didn't trade him because they. <laughs> They've seen this coming. It was, you know, it's going to happen. And if Garoppolo plays two or three games this season, I'd be confident of winning two out of three of whichever. Because I don't think it's the problem that isn't there. I mean, that we've Hogan, Gronk, most of the time, Cooks, Amendola's playing lights out. He's been really good. Just filled in the Edelman role. The offense is rolling. All three running backs got best part of fifty odd yards this week. Yep. Um, so. No problem there, but the defence is just letting them down, pressure, 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 and we're not putting that pressure back onto the opposing quarterbacks. Although, take out the field goals, and the, you know, the defence only spilled up two touchdowns this week, didn't they? So, um, you know, a lot of people were saying actually it was the first week that the defence turned up. It, they looked better as the game went on, uh, but it, it does seem to be that each week they can't play both sides of the ball well. So if the offensive line plays well, the defensive line is terrible, and vice versa. So I don't know if there's a preparation problem. I don't know if there's, I don't really know how it works with timings in practice. But whether they're just not getting the reps necessary for both sides of the ball to find consistency, it doesn't. It doesn't look good. They, they don't look like anything better than a mid-level team this year. Now, for most people sitting around this table, mid-level team this year would be awesome, right? <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd, I'd like to be uh, upper lower. But, but I've been waiting for the last two years for the end of the Brady-Bilicek era, and I'm starting to wonder, is this the start of the, the end? We're all hoping. Yeah, we're all, we're all hoping that's the case. Of course. Just, uh, just for entertainment's sake, really, but, you know, and watching you suffer, but... You know, <laughs> but watching me suffer through these victories must be just as good because it's agonising watching. I was hoping we have a, to lose as well. <laughs> I was hoping for sort of a Peyton style, just completely off a cliff, and it seems to be gradual, which is a shame. So you know, if it's gonna, if, if the Brady Belichick area is gonna end, I want it to come crashing. I, I think it looks like it's got you know this year and next year tops. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Unless they can protect him better and make. The harder work for the opposition which they're not doing um, speaking of the opposition Doug Martin made a return somebody was very happy at this table yeah so you know um, I like to think of myself as a, a little bit of a fantasy genius that's a little bit unrewarded for the last couple of years um, but yeah and humble but not, not bitter yeah. not bitter and also very humble as John rightly touched on um, so yeah I took Doug Martin at the start of the season I think he's a great player and um, he's found God I believe Whilst he was, uh, he went through rehab. Find defense while he's there? Um, but I think it was, you know, in one of the, um, one of the, in the program at the start of the season. Oh yeah. What's it called? Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Yeah. So he was talking about how he's, you know, went through rehab and he, he seems a very different person, um, and he was a great player anyway. So as long as he hasn't lost any of that edge, you know, it's, to me it seemed like a great pick. He wasn't injured. He no. was suspended for drug use. So actually, having Doug Martin there, he played all the preseason games. He's never done that before. He was able to to then just keep working with the team and training in the gym. So, um, obviously, I had Jacquees, um, who did fuck all. 
one week when I dropped him. Um, so yeah, so I was delighted to see him come yeah, back. Seventy-four yeah. yards and a touchdown yeah. is not bad. To Fourteen fantasy points. Thank you yeah. very much. Happy and days. Also, uh, for the first time this year, Deshaun Jackson turned up. Yeah, which I noticed because he was my only player to get into double figures in fantasy. 106 yards on five receptions, and if they can hook that up on a regular <laughs> basis, um, then then that's really good for the Bucks because he's a proper field stretcher. He looks so quick, but there's been no consistency in that either. I think they'll pick certain teams. So I think they'll look at defences that Mike Evans can just own, no matter who they put against him, and they'll still throw to Mike Evans because he's Mike Evans. But those teams where they think that the defence can do a job of some level, I think that's when you'll start to see the offensive coordinator start to throw the ball in different places. I would. I know I'm not really anybody, but that's what I'd do because I'd want to just mix it up all the time. Against the Niners... Maybe, well, maybe not the Niners. We've got a good defense, um, but against the Browns, you know, etc. Giants, the Giants. You would just start. You'd throw it to Mike Evans every time because even if they put their best player on him, they wouldn't be able to do anything. But if you start looking at the Seahawks or you know play, teams like that, you're going to have to start spreading it around, which is what leads to you know players like Jackson picking it up. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, no, fair enough. So, um, yeah, uh, for fantasy point reasons, uh, Gronk. Gronk was uh, dropped uh, out. It seemed to come out, come out very late, didn't he? Yeah, I think it came out about 11 o'clock at night. So, so the guy in our league had gone to bed already. Yeah. Um, so I worked out afterwards that I could have put in Jordan Reed for him and he would have still been on by, so he could have then done a waiver. But he won anyway, so say yeah. the fee. Yeah. yeah. No, he's no, he's against Duncan. Duncan's rubbish. <laughs> I'm, I'm not anyone's mum. So. Yeah, yeah just don't go, don't go to bed so early. Um, but yeah, Hogan, of course... Bronk was missing, Hogan steps up, as Hogan does. It's just what I do, yeah, absolutely. No, he, he played very well, Cooks played very well. Everybody offensively, except the line, played very well. And that's basically keeping us going. So yeah. um, I think the final attempt at a touchdown pass from Winston was broken up well by uh, by Jonathan Jones, one of our cornerbacks. He did tip the ball away, and that was probably the best thing the defence did all night. So if they can keep that up and keep improving, then we're fine. But I'm... Um, Still concerned about having to buy a jet shirt after, <laughs> after next week. So let's see how that goes, shall we? No, well, let's move on to, to uh, the, the Sunday games. Uh, so start off, let's go Bills at the Bengals. Um, yeah. Who saw that coming? No. No, I did not see that coming. Uh, no, not me at all. But uh, And who saw that coming after the third quarter? Also, no, not really. Yeah, I, I didn't see that coming at all. It was uh, 16 to 20, and it, I think it shows a great deal that the Bengals' change at offensive coordinator has worked. They spread the ball around well. They finally got uh, Mixon to lead <laughs> the backfield, which is important because he is the best running back there. They just haven't had the confidence to use him as the lead back. Yards per carry was a little disappointing, though. 15 yeah, to 51. Yeah, against the Bills, so, but that's still, a, that's still they, you know, they need that, to just over him, three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so. they need to give him the chance. That prior to this, they weren't giving him the ball enough. So hey. do it against the Bills. That's one of the top three teams you're going to struggle against. Uh, but at least he's been getting worked in. Um, There's a couple of teams that would kill for three yards per carry. <laughs> Hello, the Giants. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Bengals managed six sacks on Tyrod Taylor, and it showed. He only put up 166 yards, and... It basically was struggling to connect with anybody because he was under pressure all the time. So Bengals have really started to turn it around. What are they uh, two and three now on the season? I believe. Yeah, they've won, so, they've yeah. won two games two definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're they're on them on the march back in the division. Considering what happened to the Steelers, uh, Ravens look up and down, and the Browns are fucking turd. So <laughs> yeah, I think if you you know for the Bills, you know Taylor, like you say, hundred sixty yards. Shady McCoy, 63 yards, and Clay out now as well. Clay, yeah. Yeah, multiple weeks, though, certainly, yeah. with a knee injury. So uh, yeah. so it's, that's a bad week for the Bills, that is. That, you know. Yeah, that's not good. It, it, it started as a promising season, and this is the last sort of thing they needed, multiple problems. But <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're still in it because the division is the most open it's been in years. But Shady's not really come to play yet, so they need him to step up even more now Clay is out because he was the outlet ball. Yeah. I mean, they're on a bye the, the next week, so hopefully 
well, at least one of those multiple weeks is the bye week. So I hope, I hope you, were, you know, for those of us with Clay in their fantasy teams, um, oh, I've, got, I've had to drop him. Who, uh, who, who are we going to be picking up? Because those excellent tight ends that are available in that league. Oh God, yeah. Uh, I imagine. Uh, actually, there's a couple. I still might go for someone like Unjuku. Count Dooku. Yeah, because he's available. And he's going to have Kevin Hogan what thrown I'm to him. What I'm going to do, I probably I'm going to, I, what I've gone for is AJ Darby <laughs> from the Broncos. Okay. Because they play the Giants this week. And if, you, if, you, if the team's playing the Giants, just pick the tight end because they get shitload of points. It does seem to be that way. It's been an interesting development with tight ends over the last couple of years, though, because, you know, the, the Jimmy Graham sort of experiment, I suppose, of a tight end who is basically a very tall, bulky, wide receiver seems to be slowing down in pace. And the idea of having a blocking tight end that runs quite short screen runs or what you know, or out to the out to the side seems to be coming back in for sort of ten yard there's very few of them going deep at the moment. Yeah, you, you don't you don't want too much, you know, deep penetration from your tight end, uh, as some man would say. Uh, yeah, I it certainly seems to come and go in waves, fads if you like. So uh, like you say, there, it seems to be a position that's changing, but it always has done. Originally, it was just a blocking position. Then it became almost a running position where they'd sweep along the line. So, it, yeah, but that's what it's there for. So, uh, you know, it's nice to see it mixed up, but it does make it very difficult to know who to pick up if you lose a player. I think outside of Kelsey, you know, there's nobody that guarantees... And Olsen, when he was fit, yeah, there's right. nobody that actually guarantees you points at tight end. No, no. you'd pick Gronk if he was fit every week, but he never is, so uh, it is difficult. It's a very difficult position to... Why anybody would have a league where their flex position allows you to have an extra tight end, I do not know. Is, is it not because we kept losing all the good <laughs> running backs to injury? I, th- I think it's basically because, yeah, week 14, everyone's going, I can't even find two running backs, let alone three. Um... But <laughs> I don't want to play Fuzzy Whitaker again. Ebron's on the waivers. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to him. Oh, we're going to get to Fuck him. Fucking Eric oh, Ebron. Yeah. Fuck me. Okay, so we're moving on from the Bills and Bengals, are we? Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, I think we should. Uh, nothing more to say other than AJ Green was amazing or terrible all in one game, depending on which side of the ball you were playing. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was playing fantasy against someone who had the Bills' defense and AJ Green. So for his fumble, he lost two points from AJ Green and got two points back for the fumble recovery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on uh, to the. Uh, I, I was calling it the Tour de Force of Suck. Uh, the shit derby the shit derby uh, the only it, it wasn't it was it was, it was thoroughly entertaining um, that is true uh, which a lot of some some other teams uh, have yet to hit this season so Jets at the Browns 17-14 to the Jets 3-2 3-2 looking They're good looking good <laughs> Making a mockery of the uh, of the tanking, uh, whether this is by design or, or not, I don't know. They're the best of the bad teams, aren't they? Yeah, they that's, are. that's what they're showing. They actually are. They're the best of the bad teams. They have uh, plus fourteen points, uh, <laughs> which is basically keeping them above us in the uh, in the division. They are they are just above us: Bills, Jets, Patriots, and then Dolphins at the bottom. Uh, I can't think of the last time I saw them sitting just above us. It's, it's a little bit concerning for next week's matchup. Um, McCowan's doing just enough 23 of 30, 194 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He's mostly looking after the ball and just orchestrating enough and allowing the defence to stand its ground. Um, I thought it was a bit conspicuous that Powell did basically nothing this week two rushes for five yards. He got injured. Oh, did he? he got I, didn't, I didn't see that. No, he's injured. And, and where's Forte been? Was, was he even there? He's injured, isn't he? I don't know. Like, that's why. That's, that's why Bilal was expected to lead the line. Because all of a sudden, Elijah Maguire was just ripping it up for all of twenty. I'm yards. pretty uh, certain that, ne- that Forte is injured. won't play against the Browns. He's got Nito. That's, what, that's Forte. What happened to his fucking shin? It's, it's a knee stroke toe, so I assume that's a really big fucking toe. <laughs> <laughs> but they did get uh, the benefit of having Safari and Jenkins back, the tight end, who I did say would be one of their best weapons once he came back from his suspension. He's got a touchdown now. Jermaine Curse got a touchdown. Yep. I think that was his first of the season. Curse and Curley both had 
well, 38 and 39 yards respectively, did okay. They're uh, certainly giving them an out ball wide and you can't really fault what the Jets players are doing. You can fault what the management have tried to do, but Bowles and the players are doing everything you can ask from them and Fair enough. I, I can't keep throwing crap at them. There's nothing else. No, they're, they're winning right. scrappy games, aren't they? Yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, we touched on it last time that, you know, putting those wide receivers in place gives them a chance to win scrappy games. So, yeah. That's and and McCown isn't as bad as I thought he would be. No, no he's doing Definitely not as bad as I thought he would be. If you go back and listen to what I said in the previews, I said McCown will be all right, but he'll get injured after three or four games. Anything they get out of him after this point is a bonus because he very rarely plays after this point in the season. Once he's gone, this team doesn't win again. But while he's still there, and they're protecting him fairly well. Well, apart from the fact Garrett tried to hurt him very much yeah, twice. Yeah, first play. Now, Miles Garrett, let's talk about him. He had two sacks on his debut, including one on his first play, where basically no one bothered to block him. <laughs> I saw, I saw some Incredible. random tweet this week about, um, and it showed a picture of Miles Garrett when he was at high school, and it showed these like podgy kids, and then this guy that can only be described as like a a beast or an Adonis, like just running <laughs> around with him. Like the guy was a monster at high school. He is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. He was a monster. Oh yeah, I think I'm sure it's the same if you look for JJ Watt or uh, any of these other guys. That just they're always going to be the biggest one in the class. It's frightening. And I've, I've actually, I, I did, there's a really good podcast. I'm not, I'm not, gonna have, I'm not here to advertise a, of a podcast, but there's a, a Thirty for Thirty, I believe. Uh-huh. Or uh, there's a podcast out about JJ Watt, and he wasn't a person who was a big guy, but he wasn't really interested in football. He, uh, and then he joined as a tight end, and he re-entered uh, university. Uh, and but was picked as a defense defender by oh fucking hell! I just Griff just show me oh, yeah, a picture, picture of Vince, Vince Wilfork when he was at school, and he's a fucking Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Miles Garrett might have been slightly more toned. Than yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Vince Wilfork's never done toned, but he does a wonderful barbecue, so you <laughs> yeah. let him off. But yeah. do yourselves a favour, look up Vince Wilfork at school because oh, amazing. Jesus, well, um, do you know what? Um, I'm gonna post that on Twitter because that's an amazing thing. whilst doing it you know treat yourselves Bill Belichick's daughter she's still out there on the internet <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, pause this search them come back uh, you give, give it five minutes for the laughing <laughs> and uh, yeah but um, yeah uh, Browns Crowell 16 for 60 yards not going to win many games like that a, I think you said it last week he's, he's terrible he's a fantasy nightmare honestly you think he's going to just run and run and run but he runs nowhere uh, absolutely but nowhere I've got uh, I've got Duke Johnson in my team and uh, three touchdowns in this last three games uh, he's doing alright and Juku he's scoring yeah he scores when Hogan plays basically Wow, yeah, you're right. We're now seeing the picture of Miles Garrett playing with the fat kids and uh, yeah, basically just like he's turned up about three years too late for his lower school. Do you remember Sonny from our school? Yeah. Sonny, he was always the biggest kid. I played basketball against him in middle school and he was a foot taller than everyone else in the team and he was dunking. (laughs) And we were like... And I could, none of us could even reach the bottom of the net. And, you know, like, it, that, it, that, yeah. Uh, it was great when we got to upper school and he was our number eight in our rugby team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, 13-year-old with a perfect goatee. God, yeah, what a man. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, fucking hell. We'll, we'll, I'll put the, I'll I, put, did, I'll I put didn't know he had a pet goat. <laughs> yeah, perfect one as well. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Um, uh, quick quick uh, shout for Ricardo Louis or Lewis, I'm not sure yet, the wide receiver who seems to be able to catch the yeah. ball for the Browns. Five receptions for 71 yards. Hey, he's doing all right. You, you can't say any more than that about him, but uh, so far, so good. 200 plus yards on the season already on 15 receptions. At least he's allowing some form of connection. And like you say, Njuku's got another touchdown. Both his uh, scores this year have come off of Kevin Hogan, which is another reason to play Hogan, because he seems to have developed that relationship already. So, yeah, I mean, there are good signs for the Browns. There are definitely teams that they could beat. But where, Hugh, do, where do they get a win, then? But Hugh Jackson, he has Jordan. got to make a decision now. Otherwise, they, they're in real trouble. So could could, they, beat, week, could they, they beat the Tetons? They, beat, they play the Texans. Uh, this coming week, so I think that's a loss. Then they play Paul's Tetons. Uh, I reckon depends if Mariota's back because uh, they look vulnerable without him. Yeah, they do. Definitely. They must have a buy at some point, I would think. 
Yeah, Vikings they may play the, the week Vikings, after that. Yeah. That's a loss. Uh, then I think it's their bye. Watch out for that fantasy then, players. And they're away at the Lions. Then the Lions. So no. Jaguars. No. <laughs> Depends which Jags team turns up. You just don't know. Bengals. Yeah, see... If that had been week one and two, I reckon... If Hogan's playing by then, I reckon it's the Bengals game. So if the Titans have got no Mariota, is it the Titans? Yeah, probably. Chargers. They look awful without him. Actually, they, they, do, they didn't have a good run. They've got the Bengals, the Chargers... And the, the Packers. Packers. Yeah, great run. A run of two. One of two. <laughs> Ravens. Mm, divisional game. Divisional game. Depends which Ravens. And then the Bears. Uh, yep. Bears. So week 16 is the Depends. Bears. And final game. Steelers. Steelers. Divisional game. They're not winning that. Nah. Even if the Steelers play like they did this week, they're not winning that. So there's there's the chance of a couple of victories, but it all depends on Kevin Hogan playing for me. Yep. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Um, We'll we'll see. I'm, I'm sure if it's not this week, I'm sure it's probably the week after that Hogan comes in. Because unless because Kaiser's just not good enough. No, absolutely not yet. No, yeah, he, he may well come good. Right, Panthers at Lions. This was a big game. It was yeah. a statement game for both teams because the Lions had been unlucky to have lost a game so far, and the Panthers had been very lucky to have won any game so far. And my, did they reverse that. The Lions didn't look like they could stick it together at home. And the Panthers played the best of, well, the best I've seen Newton play in 18 months. Yeah, I probably yeah. probably since the run to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on at the Panthers. It's, no. it's annoying me slightly. Are they, uh, uh, is he, has he been sort of motivated because he's been able to slag off women this week? and <laughs> just made him feel better <laughs> about himself. just given him some confidence. <laughs> I think he definitely came out with a point to prove. Yeah. Um, and I think he... I think one of the throws he put up in the first quarter or whatever was just ridiculous. Yeah, he how, how, he, how he managed to get that angle on that ball to yeah. drop it over mm. the guy's head, it was just, it was stunning. And um, I put it on Twitter this week that, uh, and I, I haven't seen the, what's come out, but I, really, I was really hoping that he'd get Offensive Player of the Week. <laughs> just for being really offensive. <laughs> after, his, after his press conference. but I was hoping in his press conference after the game he'd be wearing a dress. <laughs> but sadly, sadly he was not. No, but yeah, he was superb. Uh, and so was Dixon Dixon the tight end who's replaced uh, Greg Olsen I mean in, in his career which is uh, seven seasons he had 11 touchdowns to date and he got two on the day and 175 yards yeah, he was now superb. that is picking up the slack left by somebody else's injury he's done very well there don't expect it every week because he's not that sort of consistent performer which is why he's a backup but as we've seen with Newton in the past he likes to throw to the tight end position which is why Olsen always gets so much work and if these two can keep that rolling, that's just another great weapon for this team. The other question as well is, how big is this team? Because Funches and Benjamin are both, I think, six foot four and six foot five, yeah, respectively. Big, yeah. They're all Cam massive. Big. They're all massive. Yeah. Absolutely massive. And, you know, you could just see, he, just, he could just throw the ball that bit higher or that, that bit deeper. Um you know, your Funches, they talked about it. You know, he was from Detroit, wasn't he? So yeah. he was after a big game. Um, they think he might have come out with a slight injury, but, you know, I thought he played quite well as well. And, you know, he got himself the touchdown that he wanted and, you know, sort of 60 odd yards, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it, it, they, the whole team did very well. And it's the first time this season you can say that the Panthers really <laughs> deserved a victory. Uh, you're still dying over there, Gary. Yeah, I, I'm trying to mute it when I do, but, yeah. <laughs> but dying anyway. Dying yeah. slightly. Um, Stafford tried to engineer the late comeback again, um, but I don't think he's thrown 300 yards in a game yet this season. And whilst he's been good, very good, most of the time, he seems to be one step out of play with all his receiving options. He's just not quite clicked like he did last year. So it was masked by the fact they were winning at the start of the season, but now they've lost a couple. Is it a case of he needs to just pick up uh, where he left off last year rather than thinking I've made it now I've got my big contract he needs to keep moving forward last year every game he was better 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 and then he sort of just flowed into this season and we've all assumed he's doing alright but actually mm, he's got something to pick up I think there's nothing explosive coming out of the the Lions I don't think you don't watch them each week and go wow this team's great Oh, I, I, I go wow how the fuck has how, Ebron how got has a he, job? Well, no, but you, well, yeah, you say that, but you also say, how has he turned that round yeah. in the yeah. fourth quarter? And this this week, he left himself something like you know 
I don't know, 13 points or something ridiculous to try and turn around. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, it was, yeah, it was two touchdowns, basically. Yeah, behind. Two, yeah. And, and he did very well, but he, Stafford can't keep doing it all. The run game didn't turn up this week. That was the worst performance out of Abdullah this season. 10 rushes for 31 yards. Marvin Jones goes in and out of games. He's either brilliant or... But then I said this last week. They do not rush well, this team. No. So no. Abdullah and Riddick are both catching running backs. Your favourite type of running backs, Mark, you know, coming out of the backfield, yeah. you love it. But, yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. You know, they have got nothing from, from scrimmage. And we touched on it last week. Abdullah did actually run from scrimmage last week a bit more. But they're not, they're not running a lot of yards. There's a lot of short plays, but they're not running a lot of yards. They haven't got proper running backs, I don't think. No, it depends what you are. I mean, the running back position, like you were saying with the tight ends, is changing a little bit. Um, but we're going to get to a proper running back playing well later on. I've got that highlighted to come up. But I agree with you to a point. I actually think Abdullah is doing okay, considering how much time he's missed in his career. And I think he'll get better. Um, but yeah, there's definitely something missing from the Lions. I was expecting another playoff run this year. And I think... <coughs> if they get there now, it will be based more on the fact the Vikings have been let down by injury than the fact that they've really pushed the Packers in the division. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, uh, Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron led the league in drops last season, and he was up to it again. Yeah. He dropped one in the red zone, uh, you know, on third down as well. So it's And for him, uh, Fells came in and uh, yeah. scored two touchdowns. Darren Fells, yeah. And he's been seen as the blocking tight end and apparently has better... Well, he just doesn't have slippery hands. Yeah, so yes. I would imagine that Fells gets more targets next week than Ebron. And if he continues to produce, I think you're going to see Ebron phased out a little bit. He's going to become the backup because you cannot keep repeating the same performance and putting up bad numbers in terms of statistical <coughs> drops and expect to be staying in a team that should be pushing for the playoffs. Um, we all laugh about him, but actually it's not funny when you realise he, he really isn't improving. He was the same at college. That was the knock on him. Drops too many balls. Like I say, led the league last year in drops, and he's now doing it again. Uh, he's got to go, I think. I but think that well, the crowd are on his back now as well. That's something else. that He's lost the crowd. He is terrible. He's so bad. Um, Didn't you draft him, John? No. Oh, no, I had him, but I had him last year. When no, I, when, when I got When I had my four weeks without a point from when a tight end, tight end crisis. I had him two of those four weeks. Um, how, how did that work for you? Well, uh, did he get minus points? No. Oh, well. But my, when, when, when you have four weeks of your tight end scores and they go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> It's just bad, uh, yeah. And so it's, it's strange. Like I try not, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to turn into one of those dicks on Twitter who tweets the the players when they've had a bad week for fantasy. But I, I do hate Eric Ebron because he cost me uh, a better better standing in my uh, in my fantasy uh, playoffs. So, but. I'm not bitter. You, that's the main thing. As long as you're not bitter. No. Uh, but uh, I am a bit bitter. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he, I just don't see uh, much really going for him. But we'll see what Fells is, what happens with Fells. Um, so we should move on. <coughs> oh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey as well scored a touchdown. Was that his... Was that his first touchdown? Was first I think down? it was, yes. Yeah. I think it was. Not much He's else. not getting a lot of Seven lot yards. Of yards. No, Seven <laughs> yards. He's not getting a lot of yards. He's not getting quite as much use as, I, as people thought he would. But we did say in the pre-season review that uh, Stewart would still be the main back at the goal line and short yardage. And that is the case because he's just a bigger guy. Yeah. But... Um... Yeah, just uh, just for, I know I know he'll he'll have gone early in a lot of leagues, so just he got a touchdown today, but uh, this week. But let's move on to the Colts and the Forty ers What a game! What a game this was! What an overtime I'm, exhibition! Amazing game! We're getting we're getting so much Brian Hoyer this season. We are. What did I What did I send out to you guys five years ago? Imagine how good this game was. Uh, it wasn't that good this no, year. No, but actually. I'm just going to say this to one Gary up. Brian Hoyer wasn't that bad. <laughs> 353 yards, couple of touchdowns, no picks. What what more do you want out of a quarterback? A oh, lot apart more. from to throw that ball at the end there and not throw it into the ground. Apart from that, what more do you want out of a quarterback? Do you know what? I'm sat here stewing because I'm so fucking angry. Literally, 
And I'm angry at a number of people, and, well, mainly two people. My anger is uh, too Hoy- many. Hoyer and Griff. Hoyer, no, Griff, Griff's <laughs> just Griff. You know, I've known him, I've known him long <laughs> enough just to ignore him, but... That seems fair. It's Hoyer, he's just fucking useless. Um, and Shanahan, I'm starting to get really frustrated with Shanahan. People don't seem to know where they're supposed to run. I've seen a couple of people come out in the media and on Twitter sort of talking about the fact that Brian Hoyer is expecting players to be in certain places. And a lot of people don't think that the the receivers are actually routes that they're supposed to be running and players aren't where they're supposed to be. So I hear that, Brian, but you're still shit. So, (laughs) you know, you had a guy open, you know, to get us into at least field goal range and you just decided to throw the ball on the floor. So... You can just fuck off, yeah? I've had enough of you. Um, and then, you know, Shanahan, I just I just don't get it. You know, he's making some really, to me, strange decisions. So he, he came out and said that the fact that Hyde had hardly any touches, I think he had almost 20 touches less than, than uh, Breda, was just because he thought Breda had hot hands. He went with the hot-handed player this week. You know... Hyde has been our highlight player of the year, clearly. And then you just don't let him have the ball against one of the worst defences in the league. It makes no sense to me. It's well, it's it makes no sense with Hyde either. He was him and Bowman are apparently very annoyed, <laughs> yeah, spending so much time on the sidelines. Both come out and said so, and rightly so because they're two of the best players on the franchise, and they should be out there for every snap they can manage. It seems it's, it's, odd. It's ridiculous. It is. You know, you know. It's like I said, are they, are they caught in the number one, you know, draft pick? It just, and I'm sure that's not the case because there are paying fans that don't want to go and see losing football each week. And we are close. You know, eleven points we've lost by in the last four games combined. But it's just ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous that you would make a decision like that. I, I just cannot fathom what went through his tiny little mind. <laughs> That made him, you know, this is the guy that kept throwing the ball against the Patriots. Let's not forget that. Yeah. And then you look at Sean McVay at the Redskins and you go, that's a guy, a young coach who's coming. Rams. What did I say? Yeah, it used yeah. to be the Redskins. So, yeah, at the Rams, who's coming and he's made a difference to that team. He's changed the way that they're looking at things. Mm. Yeah. I cannot, as a 49ers fan, really, you know, hand on heart and say, oh, yeah, things are so much better than last year. Because they're not. They're, no. they're not better than last year. And. It's getting closer, but I'm still having to sit through it every week. It's, it's very annoying. No, it's fair enough. Uh, there are some positives. Kittle. <laughs> Kittle, yeah, Kittle looks really, really good. good. Yeah, absolutely. He's one of the tight ends I'm going for this week. Um, Thanks for letting us know. Yeah, anyone with a higher waiver than John? Just, uh, so me and Duncan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiver nine. Oh, yeah. Only, only ball is ahead yeah. of me. So, uh, but luckily... I've only lost one go. I've only lost one oh, go. Yeah. Oh, that was by 0.08 points that this was. week. I think we'll, I'm number two. We'll get into that later. So looking um, at my team, I should be number two, three, four, and five. Yeah. Um, but um, as well, the offensive weapon, Kyle just... But do you know what? I was so angry that I couldn't even enjoy the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't enjoy your weapon because you were too enjoy, angry. I couldn't, en- couldn't even enjoy the weapon. So that, That's a bad evening yeah. when you're too you know, angry to enjoy your weapon. At the end of the day... <laughs> as he scores. When Ty Hilton, as we like to call him these days... <laughs> yeah, Ty Hilton, yeah. Gets 177 yards. yards. Like, he's not that big. Yeah, you know, like... receptions as well. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I thought Jacoby Brissett played fairly well again. I know he got picked off once and, and there were no actual passing touches. 314 yards and 177 of them went to Ty, Ty Hilton. Hilton. So I'd suggest maybe, maybe, maybe there was had something outlet. to do with our secondary and nothing to do with Brissett. I don't know. Brissett loves Brissette, a rushing he touchdown does. though. He, he's, he's doing just about everything you can do to hold the place for Andrew Luck. With 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 bye weeks coming up, if I if you're stuck for a, tri- a for a quarterback, I would go for Brissett because I don't think he's picked up been picked up in many leagues. No, I, I don't I'm, think there's any fault with picking him. Marlon Mack as well, the backup yeah. running back, nine rushes, ninety one yards, and a score. I said to you a few weeks ago, if you want a running him, back, pick him up. I think I he got him, injured for a week. I had him in week two because um, he, he was impressive week one and then did nothing. But this is his first game where he's done something again. But he looked really and good. While we're when, talking, when he's good, he's really good. While we're talking running backs, Frank Gore, now seventh rusher of all time, went past Eric Dickerson, 
he's got 13,304 yards, which is more than I've done in my entire life walking. Uh, 76 touchdowns. Uh, at the top of that tree is Emmett Smith. Played for 14 seasons, 226 games, 164 touchdowns, 18,355 yards. I will say now that that doesn't get beat ever. ever. No. Nobody will ever beat that. But Frank Gore, well done to him, and he also pulled off a great tackle when Brissett got intercepted to stop the touchdown return. And that is a guy who's committed to trying to win games. And I, that's great to see out of a guy who's like 75 years old. It's, yeah. it's what you need. Yeah, great, great little player. So the, the, the team are doing well, and it was Adam Vinatieri's 11th overtime game-winning kick. That guy, he's old, the only guy older than Frank Gore. Yep. Uh, absolutely on the money. Uh, Bucks probably should ask him if he's got any kids that can I think kick. Um, I think they did make the comment that he was playing when the Ice Bowl was played <laughs> on Red Zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did. But Vinatieri's been brilliant for, what, nigh on 20 years, and... You can't fault it if he's got if, he, if he's got children. He's forty four, isn't he? Up, definitely, 44. yeah, forty four. And why why stop? He's still doing exactly the same. Is it just him and Phil Dawson are both in their mid forties, aren't they? Yeah, so, and they both have to come out and kick about five times a game. I know. <laughs> Get paid about eight million dollars a year or something. Yeah, it's, Dawson plays for you much. now, doesn't he? Is, is he on the Forty Nine ers or is he gone? No, he was with us. He was with you. Yeah, he's um, that Cardinals now. That yeah. would have made the average age there just ridiculous, or combined age, sorry, yeah. just ridiculous. Ninety years old or whatever. So, yeah, but it's a, a much needed win again for the Colts. They're picking some pace up there, doing well enough, and it means they're not having to rush Andrew Luck back. Which, for those of us who watch from a neutral point of view, is better because we want to see Luck recovered. Uh, if they've got any sense, they go through to the bye without bringing him back, just nursing back at the end yeah. of the season. What's to be gained? I don't think they win more games just because Andrew Luck comes back. I no, really don't. No, I think that... T.Y. Hilton, Ty Hilton, sorry, doesn't get another 50 yards because Luck's back, and he still only gets 177, whether it's Luck or Brissett in that game. I, I like the fact that Brissett gives them something... Another out option in another runner. So I yeah, and also when he gets hit, you don't fear for him. Whereas yeah. every time Luck gets hit, now you fear for him. So yeah, I think they'll leave Luck out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Especially whilst they try and manage his, you know, also his morale and mental yeah, state as definitely. well. So yeah. gives them some time to work on a couple of things. And yeah. No, so well, should we move on to the Tetons versus the Dolphins? Uh, a ten sixteen dullathon. Well, the Dolphins. The Dolphins, the, they uh, are fucking hopeless. dreadful. They, they won off a fumble, which... Hey, we've all had winning fumbles. Well, we haven't Especially had, you, John. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> even, I haven't had, even I haven't had winning fumbles. That's as normally as far as it goes. <laughs> the fumble was a ridiculous decision. We, <laughs> yes, it was. Your fumble was a ridiculous decision. It was an alcohol fuel. No, never mind. Moving on, moving on. Right. Uh, yes, it was. They did win on a fumble. That's about the a best you can say. Yard fumble. Uh, <laughs> that's quite a fumble. Be, you know, we mean Gary discussing this. I mean, it looked in like more like an incomplete pass, and that yeah. was. How can that be a fumble? It, a fifteen-yard fumble. It was definitely. I'm not sure. He had an empty hand coming forward, and somehow the ball propelled itself. 15 yards in the same direction. Yeah, the ruling on the field weird. stands. What? It, it was a bit weird. I'm not, I don't really know how they got to that. I didn't see the referee, the, the guy in the studio. I didn't see the explanation, so I just had to go with what was there on the they screen. They just said it was an empty hand. So they were like, no ball there. I don't know how that ball came forward. <laughs> it, just, it was just flew. The, 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 the Tetons defence just stood there. They were, they, were, they were sort of talking to the ref as this Dolphins player just sort of ambled towards the goal line as if like well you know it's, I've got the ball I might as well go to the goal line yeah yeah you know play to the whistle and um, it was Jones wasn't it who picked up the fumble yeah. Ran it. yeah yeah I mean look he did the right thing play to the whistle lads that's what we all know and uh, maybe they should you know learn that in future but uh, <laughs> it's a game of I'm going to say to shit appalling shit quarterbacks shit quarterbacks yeah. any game where Castle uh, outperforms Cutler Wow. I mean, okay, the Titans didn't win, but Castle actually looked serviceable. We'll say serviceable. He didn't look dreadful. The, the problem the Titans have got is Castle's the wrong quarterback for the system they play. He can't run. He hasn't been able to run for five years. Couldn't yeah. run that great when he was an okay quarterback. Yeah. So, 
which is, makes it even more crazy, as I believe our friend Jim said, you know, why they didn't pick up Cap. Pick up Cap. Yeah, I mean, they could have done, I suppose they're thinking Mariota's not going to be out long, <laughs> but I would imagine if he was to receive an injury designation that would put him out for the remainder of the year, Cap would be first name on the list, because clearly Matt Castle isn't the answer. He's just a placeholder if... Somebody gets injured for a game or two. Okay, he did all right. 21 of 32, 141 yards and a touchdown. He looked after the ball bar the fumble that he had as well. But, I mean, Cutler, 12 of 26 for 92 yards. And that kills your running game. So, you know, like Chase saying he was going to bench a Jai, you know, in his infinite wisdom. Yeah, that's another abuse for you, Mr. Chase, for your four-star review, (laughs) B-Arch. But, you know... We don't slag off people who give us four-star reviews, just to let you know. Only only our friends. Oh, yeah, if if you give us a four-star review, we'll love you forever. But but if you're a friend of ours... If you give us a five-star review, John will suck your cock. I'll come round and... uh, No, just give you a hug. Just just a very, very forward fumble. But a lingering, (laughs) a lingering one. (laughs) But, you know, 77 yards on 25 carries, that's not... That's not what a Jai does. Michael's lost it over four <laughs> fumble. Um, but it would have been you know, a you've, got, you've got no chance of force. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got no chance, have you? No. no you know, if, you, if you're throwing 92 yards, they know what you're going to have to do. And it means you're going to be leaving a lot of second and long. And, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. So let me take you back to the opening minutes of part one of this podcast where I said to you, that Kevin Hogan has to start for the Browns for them to win. I now say, <coughs> if Matt Moore doesn't start more games this season than Jay Cutler, the Dolphins definitely finish with a losing record. Yeah, I'd agree. He knows the system seemingly. Well, I, and think, I think it's about well, the players. The fans well, are yeah. absolutely... They were booing, booing yeah. the team. It was, was it the first game in Miami? They hadn't yeah, played in Miami. Yeah, yeah it would have been. And they, you could hear them booing. But more importantly, the players like and respect Matt Moore and they were disappointed when Cutler was given the role and I think it shows they don't they're not really playing for Cutler they're just I mean it was evident last week with the uh, with the Thomas when he didn't go up for the ball the jump ball he just just didn't look like he was going up for it you get the feeling if Matt Moore had put it up there they'd make more of an effort and it was the same this week you just think uh, Matt Moore would pr- he can't get less out of the team no I, I, they don't look like a very together franchise at the no. moment do they but they did last year when Tannehill went down and Moore came in they played for Matt Moore yeah. and I, I think that that's what they're going to have to do so uh-huh. I will state it I think he has to play if they're going to get anywhere near the playoffs but he won't he won't play well Gase loves Cutler right? Cutler must have photos of him doing I don't know they're well, paying too much money it was uh, me going around and fumble Gase is, is- <coughs> Jay, Jay Cutler and Harvey Weinstein doing they'll, something they'll be paying him so much money they will not bench him no. simple simple as that but and, and then sh- the Titans the Titans are terrible without Mariota aren't they yeah yeah. I mean so just go through the list of great players you named at the start of the season <laughs> Griff to see where they're stepping up Decker <laughs> yeah Decker uh, four receptions 34 yards that's a high for him for the season Boom. Yeah. fuck me if, you, um, if you've still got him in your fantasy team Drop him. I haven't. He. I let him go because, because that killed me. That was my second round selection this year. Disaster. <laughs> DeMarco, uh, DeMarco Murray. Murray, who was my first round selection, I believe. Did he have year. a fumble this week as well? Yes, he did. Yeah. He had a fumble and 58 yards. So that Boom. netted me <laughs> fuck all. Three, four points. Yeah, it's well, going, 3.8. It's going well there. Well done, him. Um, now, uh, obviously, I bigged up Philip Supernor uh, because yeah. everybody would have picked Philip Supernor. Just do. for the name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure everybody had him in fantasy this week for his touchdown scoring ability. Uh, and, you know, why not? It's a great name. And I'm sure he'll be a presence every week. Not. No. Uh, but, you know... Great name, though. Great yeah, name. it is. And basically, none of their great players are playing well this season. Even Mariota hasn't been as good as I was hoping. Delaney Walker hasn't produced quite as much. Uh, I think yeah, I did say that he's only good for one thing. Yeah, you did. They, they just haven't... They really haven't stepped up this year as I thought they might. And uh, and the defence is also not playing as good as it should for the players they've got. So they're going to continue to struggle. I think there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel on the basis that the Texans are probably going to struggle a bit more now we know what's happened with J.J. Watt. But I didn't think the Jags would make as big a leap as they have. And they could well be ahead of the Texans. Yep. Uh, yeah. The Titans, sorry, Tetons. Uh, the Tetons face the Colts this week, so... Um, normally, I'd have, normally I'd have suggested a win but at the moment I'm, yeah. I, I don't know I think the Colts will win that I think the Colts will win that if Matt Castle's playing well, I think the Colts will Mariota, win Mariota is potentially back I'd have heard 
until I see him on the field, I say the Colts win. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, as well, Miami, Landry scored a touchdown. Uh, I think of 40 something yards. Yeah. 44 yeah. yards, yeah. Uh, and Parker got crippled. Uh, got crippled really early. Uh, so the fact that uh, I lost by 0.08 points in my fantasy <coughs> game and I lost Clay and Parker really early. Is that is, the fourth time you've mentioned that so far? I'm fucking bitter, okay? You <laughs> really was, are. I wanted to be 5-0. and oh, You wanted to be the Chiefs. I wanted to be the Chiefs, yeah, man. massive Chief. And, uh, yeah. But, hey, I'm, I'm happy I'm now, the Giants. Now, let's, let's move oh. on to the Chargers at the Giants. Oh, do we have to? Over to you, John. <laughs> oh, well, as bad as this game is, I'm really worried for... Uh, Sunday when we play the Broncos. the Broncos because we now have no one to throw it to apart from Evan Ingram and Lewis the new guy and have they not they, called you up with your famously short arms I, I'm, I'm, I'm a quarterback and I'm starting one that's, uh, that's what I do a quarterback uh, yeah really I'm the brains <laughs> I'm the brains of a, a you're like a defensive tight to me John uh, I don't know what you mean. Uh, no, the um, they, it was it was a brains of a quarterback. Arms I'm sure, I'm sure you've described yourself as all about the girth before, John. Oh yeah, yeah that's something completely different. <laughs> so let's not let's let's it's about the forced fumble again. <laughs> I f- was hope uh, some a lot of, uh, sort of beginning of the fourth quarter. I thought we've got this because the Chargers suck, and we were doing all right, and then we threw it away um, and yeah we, you know we lost Beckham to for the season we've lost Marshall for the season we've lost Shepard for a couple of weeks um, Harris the other wide Harris, receiver he's out indefinitely he's, he's out um, you've still got fuck all run game <laughs> we've still got fuck all war game although um, Dockwa did score uh, um, 69 yards on 8 rushes and a touchdown it's better than some of the running backs we've been through this week yeah. but that'll probably well, be his highlight of the season well possibly well we've got the Broncos next week so no one's no one brings a winning game to the Broncos uh, but we it was disappointing that even with even those players gone we still <coughs> we were leading and we threw it away but you are talking about a clutch quarterback <laughs> yeah. in Philip Rivers. Well, that's it. We, we, we he, he loves to win games by less than one score. That's it. <laughs> you know, so, you know, it looked like just a typical Chargers perform- performance in the end. They were going to lose just, and then we botched it. Uh, when did the Eli interception come? Was that towards the end? That was, that was, we, we fumbled it at the end to, um, uh, to basically kill off any chances of yeah. making a comeback. So, but, yeah. the Chargers had their new kicker, Nick Novak, which is a name familiar. He's been around yeah. for a few years. Uh, two for two on field goals, three for three on PATs. Makes a difference in tight games, which is you know something the Bucks need to do, something the Chargers should have done before this. Um, I critical. Sh- I mean, it, it really it was... It was you know, that's what they needed. He was absolutely critical. And the Giants were five of 15 on third down. That... That is that is a struggle if you're five of fifteen on third down. That's because you've got no run game. Everybody knows you're going to throw the ball, and now you've got no passing game because you've got no players. It's going to be really tricky. Um, yeah, I mean, a quick word on Rivers: twenty-one of forty-four is not a good stat line, uh, but he made a good decision in the first play of the game to sacrifice a safety rather yeah. than you know he only just made it there before the defensive player came in for the touchdown, and. Despite the ribbing we've given him, the bit of crap they've had from the fans, he still looks like he's up for turning this around. Now, they're the only team ever to have lost their first four games of the season and gone to the playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to do that, but I am saying if teams suffer injuries, as we know they do, this team seems to have got their bad luck out of the way early. So if that plays into it, I still think they're in with a chance of at least being a decent team this year, which is not something I can say about the Giants. They do have they do have players on offence, do they? Henry looks like a decent... Yeah, he looks like a decent does. tight end. Gordon Northern is Gordon. excellent. They've got yeah. Gordon, and they have got Keenan Allen, and they've also got Terence Williams as well. Yeah. Or Tyrell. Tyrell, 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 Tyrell Williams. Williams. 
So they've got Mike Williams as well. Is, yeah. is he still injured? I'm not sure. Dontrell Inman. They, they've got they wide have, receivers. They have got wide receivers. So it's about whether they're just. I think it's whether they're playing well enough. So they're this, not. They're not as bad as their start. This really. was two teams going in opposite direction, and not just because one of them is now. One and four, and the other one is oh and five. It, the injuries as well. The Chargers have had injuries for years. They've been struggling with that, and I just think they look the luckier team now. And there's a lot to be said for that. They could easily pick up five or six wins from now on, yeah. and then they'd look like a decent team for the year. The Giants, pick me three wins for the Giants now. The Giants fans must yeah. feel almost as bad as Browns fans at the moment, mustn't they? Well, yeah. technically, they are as bad as Browns. <laughs> it's oh so, wow, uh, that's it's it's not good for the Giants. I, but the thing is, I can't feel bad Broncos, for them. You play the 49ers Seahawks, in November. Broncos, Seahawks. Rams. Good luck. Rams. Uh, it's you play Niners, don't you? Play the Niners in, yeah, 49ers Niners, in week 10. Yeah, yeah. But... The thing is, that, I, that could be a you know massive clash of the Owen Owen eights. The Owen eights, yeah. It's just I don't yeah I don't know where the win's going to come from, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just really bad. I have decided I've renamed <laughs> the franchise the New York Owen Fivers. That's what well, I'm going with. Well, I believe me and John had a discussion at one point in the year whether New York needed quite as many teams. Three, yeah, seems yeah, a lot. Do they need three? And when we questioned whether the New York Jets needed to exist, mm. based on that. And on Mike's, you know, pre-season predictions. Yeah, yeah. But now the question must surely be asked, do we need the Giants? Could they be Wembley's team? Could they be the, as I described them before, the Harlem Globetrotters of the NFL? And, you know, we just, they play three games a year in Mexico. They play three games a year in London, Canada, wherever you want to send them. Do we need the Giants, John? They're a storage franchise, etc., etc., and all that. Um, I'm not That's kidding. hard. But... So, um, yeah, I, I worry for the, not only this season, but next, because... Because um, Eli ain't getting any better next season? I do worry, cause a lot of the Giants fans, especially on Twitter, are going, well, McAdoo out, McAdoo out, and that's not going to help, because right now, um, you know, we are we are a mediocre offence when we are pedestrian but you've been having only been okay on defense which is supposed to be the strong suit of the team yeah it's only been okay i mean nothing outstanding um but yeah on, on the basis of having no wide receivers do you pick up the phone and call uh Cruz back and say you know the offense come back in slot into a position at least help us start moving the ball i'd like to see victor Cruz back because he knows the offense uh he's got a he does you know hopefully he's Still, quite uh, you know, some semblance of fit, uh, but because as well, who the fuck else is out there? Not a lot. There is not a lot to go on. It's that's. It's not just an ankle breaking day. It's a heart breaking day to be a Giants fan because that is any semblance of a decent season over. Yeah, and uh, big for Beckham as well because you know this was his big contract year. Uh, you know and. I don't think anyone wants to see a player that good, that injured, and you yeah. know. I think we all gave our sympathy on the WhatsApp group when he when he went down. Yeah. yeah. O- obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was doing the rounds on there. Didn't someone call him a pussy? Maybe. Do you think that was the second time he cried that day? He was just crying because some white guy was hugging him from behind earlier on in the game. Oh, we've all been there though. Well, yeah. Me. yeah John with Ben. <laughs> but. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think uh, summing that game up, basically, you lot are fucking awful. Yeah. Yep, yeah, and uh, it's going to be a long year. Gary knows, uh, Gary knows the feeling. Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah, the pair of you, it's, it's not looking good. So, I, I've got nothing to complain about at three and two. Let's move on, because uh, that's depressing me. Um, which of the above results for you is most significant for me? <laughs> um, it feels like saying uh, the Giants' loss and as well losing four of their receivers um, seems like it might be significant for their season uh, anyone else got anything to add for me Panthers um, one because despite Camp's terrible apology it showed that he just does not give a fuck what other people think especially women women especially you know because <laughs> you know what do they know about roots you know um, that's that's just you know, it's just funny. If you've watched games one to three of the season, you could also ask the same about Cam Newton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a big game to win away. Yeah. 
I think so that's you know they've, they've performed badly and now they you know, they seem to be getting better so I uh, big I, game against the Eagles though this week for them there is I read I read a wonderful wonderful tweet about Cam Newton and his comment and even I don't <laughs> think it's suitable for for broadcasting on here but I will tell you guys about it at half time and then you can decide whether or not you want me to say it in the second half. Um, for me, uh, it's the Browns losing to the Jets. Not because it makes the Jets season above 500, but because I think we will see Kevin Hogan going forward and that's the Browns' best chance of some form of success. So I think that's an important result, even though it was a negative one. No, fair enough. Well, what we'll do is we'll take a break uh, and then we'll come back uh, with uh, part two in the second half of. Uh, second half of the games so uh, until then cheers guys we'll see you soon